Hello, this is George, George Prince, the writer and narrator of the tales of Hobgob and Mulch. Thank you very much for joining me. It's an exciting day for us because this is a new volume, volume four, and it's also the first series of stories where there is a continuing narrative. So every story will be building on the story from the last one. Um, most of them are individual stories which might have references to those in the past. But in this one, there's going to be a continuous narrative arc. So I really, really hope you enjoy this and you enjoy the other five stories that come after it. Um, it's been a lot of fun putting it together. And yeah, it's really exciting to have you here with me for the adventure. So please do make yourselves comfortable and enjoy the tales of Hobgob and Mulch Volume 4, Chapter 1, The Raid In the realm there was a kingdom. In the kingdom there was a village. In the village there was an inn. And in that inn two friends, Hobgob the Goblin and Mulch the Tree, told the tales of their adventures. The Tales of Hobgob and Mulch Hobgob and Mulch were returning to the village. They had been due to meet their friends for a game of buddy ball. But nobody had arrived. This was most unusual. Their friends were all keen buddy ball players and were all very punctual. They had enjoyed a high-tempo training session between the two of them with some intricate passing sequences. Hobgob was perfecting a new pass and Mulch had developed a new one-handed catching technique. But after some time, they'd become worried. Where was everyone? They had agreed it was time to see what was going on. I wonder if we got the time wrong, pondered Hobgob. I'm sure we didn't, replied Mulch. It's that lot who got the time wrong. At least we had a good training session. That catch of yours was really quite amazing. But Hobgob's voice trailed off as they entered the village. It was deserted. There were no folk to be seen anywhere. Cottage doors stood open, smoke trailed from chimneys, but there was nobody there. Hobgob and Mulch looked around them in shock. They knocked on the door of Nobby's cottage. No reply. They called for Gresser outside her cottage. No reply. They begged Henry to come out of his cottage. No reply. They demanded that Willie stop playing games and come out of his cottage. No reply reply. So they hastened to the one place they had yet to check, the dragon's arms. And the dragon's arms was in ruins. The wreckage smouldered, all broken bricks and beams. The inn sign stuck out from the pile at a sinking angle. Beef! cried Hobgob and Mulch as they dashed towards the ruins. They dug through the fallen roof, the shards and the splinters. It was the most terrible mess. How could anyone survive underneath all of this? But Hobgob and Mulch didn't stop digging. They were determined to find their friend. Eventually, they uncovered the bar and heard a sound. A cough. Oh, who's there? Get away from my friends. Get away from the dragon's arms. <coughs> Coughed Beef through the rubble. Hobgob and Mulch scrabbled between the fallen chimney breast and there, covered in dust, was Beef. He was battered and bruised and held his apron against a wound. Oh, Beef, what happened? Are you all right? asked Hobgob in panic. Nectar, 
Nectar, begged Beef. I am parched. They turned over the shattered bottles until they found a vessel of nectar that was still intact. Beef took a long draught. That's better. Thank goodness you two came. I am in a, in a pretty bad way, but I am mighty lucky to have two friends like you. Not sure I could have lasted much longer under that lot. Beef, what happened? asked Mulch. Beef coughed, spluttered, and took another long draught of nectar. We was busy. All the regulars was here, and your friends were having some iced mountain tea before setting off to meet you for body ball. Beef took another swig of nectar. It was just about time for them to leave. You know how punctual they are, and they was all looking forward to the game. Then, out of the blue, there was some kind of kerfuffle outside. The regulars were saying there was a commotion among the folk. Everyone went outside to look. There was only Henry, Gretter, Willie and Nobby left in here. Beef took another long drink. Then what happened? Mulch asked. It was a frightful scene out there. They'd come. They'd come to muster volunteers. Volunteers? Volunteers for what? asked Hobgob. Volunteers to serve the colours, replied Beef. The colours? Why would they want volunteers for the army here? These are peace-loving folk. Mulch was shocked. Exactly. That was the problem. The Duke had come to recruit folk to serve in his army as militia, and nobody signed up. Not one volunteer. So things turned nasty. So much for volunteering, said Mulch. Some of the Duke's bailiffs got out the fisticuffs, roughing people up. But that wasn't the last of it. Beef took another long draught of nectar. Them cats, they're back, he stated painfully, his eyes filled with panic at the memory. Cats? asked Hobgobber Mulch. Ay, cats. You remember them from that circus. The Duke must have seen their power and gone back to take them for himself. Hobgobber Mulch could not forget those cats. Some moons ago, the feline pair had used their powers to hypnotise anyone who looked into their eyes. Once under their spell, it was impossible not to obey their command. Back then, the circus ringmaster had tried to use their power to steal the Duke's fortune, but this sounded even more sinister. So they hypnotised the folk to join the army? asked Mulch. Aye, the bailiffs, they were getting rough and tumble, and suddenly the whole crowd fell silent. That was when the cats had started their evil work, using those spinning eyes of theirs to hypnotise anyone who looked at them. Beef took another long draught of nectar. And then when we started to fight back in here, the bailiffs come and dragged the others out too. Nasty thugs, them bailiffs. I put up a right fuss until a gang of them overwhelmed me. Then they knocked this place down and left me for dead. Beef took another long drink. I came round and found my inn on top of me. I thought I was done for and was feeling pretty bleak about it until I heard you two digging through the rubble. I'm lucky to have such brave friends. Oh, we're just so glad we found you, Beef. And now we need to find the others, said Mulch. Let's go, agreed Hobgob. Beef, what can we do for you before we leave? You can let me finish this nectar, and then I'm coming with you. I'm not resting until we've got everyone back. Beef was still in a bad way, but Hobgob and Mulch knew better than to argue. When Beef had decided he was going to do something, there was no way to convince him of otherwise. 
the three friends gathered what food and drink they could from the ruins. They packed some essentials and prepared to leave. As they took the first steps on their journey, they looked back at the empty village. How long would it be before they returned? How long before folk bustled and the dragon's arms was filled with the sound of storytelling and laughter again? They took just a moment to wonder, and then they hit the road to begin their quest. Thank you so much for joining me for the tales of Hobgob and Mulch. To hear about upcoming episodes, please do hit subscribe. Also, you can follow Hobgob and Mulch on Instagram and Twitter, at Hobgob and Mulch, and please leave comments wherever you want to. It's always great to hear from you. All of the stories are written and narrated by me, George Prince, copyright 2020. I'm very much looking forward to seeing you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.